Today on CityCast Boise, it's 2024. Happy New Year. Oh boy. You know, January isn't always everyone's favorite month. It's certainly not mine. So whether you're outside shredding the slopes or lighting every candle you have to burn off the winter blues, our show team is here to help you get through the month. We talk winter activities, cozy vibes, and after that, we do a bit of looking ahead at a year to come. It's Tuesday, January 2nd. I'm Nick Kwa, and this is what Boise's talking about. Happy New Year. I don't know why it hurts yeah. me to say that it's 2024, but it's just the passage of time. And also the <laughs> that that does that 20 number is going up. But happy New Year's is 2024. I are either of you New Year's resolutions people? <laughs> because I'm not. Uh, Evelyn, are you are you a New Year, New You sort of person? What's your what's the what's the mood here? Yeah, it's 2024, and typically I'm so good about setting New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. However, this 2024, I really am just going into it. Whatever happens, happens. I am not setting any intentions, any resolutions. I love it. We'll see what happens. I kind of just, I want to see where the year takes me. Let your aspirations stay dreams. That's what it is. Maybe it is new year, new me, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Blake, are you are, are you a go-getter? Like, what's the, what's the mood here? I uh, know. I've never been described as a go-getter <laughs> in my life. No. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I'm not. And I don't feel the need to be, you know, I'm Mm -hmm. going into this year. I am going into this year a little bit differently. I think January is all about preparing for seasonal depression. I'll be honest. We'll just we'll just go right out the gate. Yeah, we we got so many things. Uh, We're armed with many things. And so (laughs) we're starting the year with just like focusing on a practice of uh, I'm starting the year with focusing on a practice of taking care of myself and getting through the cold months. That's really where I'm at. Goodness, I think the pandemic definitely broke me before 2020. Well, even on 2020, that was the last year that I had New Year's resolutions. I used to have mm-hmm. this whole ritual where I sit down on January 1st and I go like, I'm going to write down 10 things I want to get done this year. Uh, that, mm. You know, five of them really realistic, five of them stretch goals. I've had write a novel at number 10 for four <laughs> years now, have not started an inch. That's exactly where it should be. Yeah. Writing a novel, always right. the last priority. Yeah. So, you know, I took yeah. my dreams, I took it to the backyard and, and I buried them. That's, <laughs> that's my plan <laughs> yeah. for January 2024. And the thing about <laughs> New Year's in a place like Boise or in a place that has seasons is that it's dark, it's cold, it's miserable. Mm. And I, I need advice for the two of you. Like, what okay. has generally been your approach to handling January? Because I can only burn so many candles before I lose my mind. <laughs> like, let's start with you. I feel really desperate here. <laughs> uh, well, candles were my only solution, so I don't know where to go. Um, <laughs> no, I think that I think that a lot of it comes down to winter is for slowing down. Winter is for gathering around, um, kind of shoring up, uh, storytelling. I think that like winter is truly the time to, uh, really lean into entertainment and like learn the lessons that you can from writers that you love or from movies or, you know, live music, that kind of thing. Like, you know, this, it's really easy when you're still kind of expected to like work 40 hours Mm -hmm. a week or much more, um, whatever the situation is, it's really easy to get frustrated by and just bogged down by the fact that like 
we're still supposed to be producing. You're after the holidays. So if you're in the holidays, you know, the cheer is going down. But I would just remind you that we are past the solstice. Uh, mm-hmm. So it is getting lighter every single day. That's an optimistic viewpoint. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I think that a lot of it is just like understand that there is value in January. There is value in slowing down and living in that and preparing for the new year. I need I need to pull a snippet of you saying that remember it that uh, that Jerry can be a good thing and blast it in my yeah. ears as I hug yeah. my sat lamp in the morning. If you'll realize I didn't give you any concrete tips <laughs> yes. or things to go by or anything that will actually help. So uh, listen, it's not it's not like I would listen if, if I got any concrete uh, advice here. Yeah, uh, Evelyn, I, are you a January person? <laughs> no, I am a January hater. I think that January is probably the worst month. It's hard. I just yeah. want to like stay in my room, in my blanket, watch my favorite shows, turn on my candle. Like I Gosh. really, yeah, the holidays are over. It's like, what am I looking forward to? <laughs> I'm cold. Yeah. So the thing I associate Boise with in terms of its pleasures, it's like outdoor stuff. And I think the thing mm-hmm. that really gets to me is that like, when I want to go for a pleasurable hike, I, it's basically you got to prepare your body for war. <laughs> and yeah. trails are closed. It's muddy. And not all trails are open through the winter. Uh, and you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's a little bit tough. I also don't ski. I'm not a big, I, I, I have never skied. I've never snowboarded. And so it puts a lot of limit uh, on that. But, um, but I am intending to snowshoe this season and I intend to hit the trails website a ton to yeah. actually figure out where I'm supposed to be snowshoeing, um, up, up in the sort of outer, outer greater Boise area. Uh, are either of you skiing people? Like, I, I'm not so sure what the, what the vibe is here. I love that, Nick. I actually do want to go snowshoeing. Also, on top of that, never been skiing or snowboarding, <laughs> which I've been talking about since last year. But the goal is to finally try it. Oh, you're trying it? I'm going to try it. I'm so happy for you. And I'm going to, I don't know if I'm skiing or snowboarding, right. but we're going to learn. I have to do it at least once. I feel like I'm missing out. I do have FOMO. So you'd be taking lessons. You'd be doing the bunny, the bunny slopes kind of situation. <sighs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. The free Just lessons with my knows. friends. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it is funny that like oftentimes in the middle of winter, I am like, okay, why, why do I feel like I'm the only person losing yes. my mind? Mm-hmm. And that is because a lot of people do love the outdoor winter sports. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not a skier just because, uh, one, it's a lot of money Two, it's a lot of money yeah. to break your body. Like I just, I Real. just don't feel, I feel like I'm going to get injured, but like, I also, <laughs> I do want to do it. I, I'm a big fan of snowshoeing, love snowshoeing. Um, I haven't done it in Boise a lot, but I think that, yeah, I think that y'all should go for it. I think that it's just a good way to, I don't know, just like be outside on like a sunny day, get the vitamin D in your eyes mm-hmm. uh, and that's, and just like go home and I don't know, have like cook a good stew or something. Like that's a great, that's a great winter day. That will remind you that there is something, some value to it. Yeah. There are some winter days where I just spend completely indoors and I feel very, very bad at the end of it. Uh, but totally. So having that nice yeah. contrast of going out and really burning mm-hmm. your skin in the cold. Now that's yeah. that's the contrast we want, uh, but sometimes you know sometimes you just do want a good long day indoors, right? And it's, totally, um, totally. The sort of yes, it's sun sunrise is getting earlier and earlier, but very marginally and very slowly. Yeah, um, yeah it's and, not. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I I am I'm traditionally not uh, a sort of cozy indoors person. I think mm-hmm. I think the Scandinavians call it huga or something. This this notion yeah, of yeah. pulling out the blankets and like lighting your house on fire and candles. Uh, but I'd say that you you are that sort of person. Uh, like, what is, you know, give me a couple of tips here. Because I, I again, I'm not a cozy person. 
I don't think being cozy means that you have to be bored. I feel like you have room to get creative and invite your friends over or if you're with your partner or Mm -hmm. whoever you want to be with, like get cozy together and figure out a fun activity. You could have like a hot chocolate competition where you get creative and make hot chocolates and you're watching your favorite movies. You're having a movie day, movie night, or you could make like cool, festive, alcoholic or mocktails, maybe have a spa day, which Mm. is so nice. Grab some face masks. That's such a good idea. Yeah. And some hot spring action, maybe, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I think I think that is a good way to dive into cozy while making it enjoyable and fun and creative in a way. Here's a concrete tip. I think that oftentimes people feel just like so overwhelmed by the idea of like um, trying to make everything really cozy. So it's just like, okay, maybe I should like throw a dinner party or just like get my room like perfect, like get your space really perfect. It's so easy to just get overwhelmed by that. And like your brain is already like doing its very best just to get through the day. So I think that honestly, my my tip is just to find one thing and do it well. So like if it's kind of like a potluck style thing, if you think of it that way of like, help ask your friends to do one thing and you can do another and just like don't try to bite off way too much. I think just like mm-hmm. just find one thing and do it well and find satisfaction in that and then move on to the next day because we're just trying to get through week by week. Mm, that actually sounds really good. And just, you know, yeah, it's sort of like uh, giving your life a little bit more focus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and your exactly. Anxiety yeah. something to sort of latch onto. Um, you know, I, I do, however, like place a lot of uh, like emphasis on, on my on my day to day experiences on like novelty. And, you know, speaking of, of lighting a house on, on fire with candles, like I am vaguely interested in candle making. And I think yeah. like this is yes. probably the best time of year to try that. Uh, or just taking a class in general, like having an excuse mm-hmm. to go out and and go see and meet new people, uh, which yeah. reminds me, I should probably log on to the like the city of Boise the like city, classes yeah. activities I <laughs> portal. Yeah, I think that a lot of it is like you have to kind of give your brain something to focus on. You got to create your own <laughs> dopamine, to be honest. I thank you for this uh, <laughs> attempt at helping me cope with January and winter. Uh, yeah. And I and I um, appeal to you again to help me cope with something else, which is the legislative session. Another thing that's Whew. cold and dark and miserable. Yeah. Um, so it's supposed to pick up uh, around January 8th, 8th, I believe. And usually it runs for a couple of months. Usually it runs to March or April. But of course, there's no set time to how long a legislative session can go, I believe. Uh 2021 session ran for almost a whole year, give or take uh, many, many long breaks. Uh, and, you know, Blake, you cover sort of the the sort of local news through the newsletter. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about how you're thinking about um, the shape of the upcoming legislative session and how you're, you're sort of like hoping to tackle it. Because you're, you're, you're designing a future episode around a session soon, right? Yeah. So we'll have a kind of preview of just what to... The big, the big names and the big topics to expect coming out soon. So, but as far as the shape of it, I mean, we've we've turned a corner uh, in particular the pandemic and a lot of uh, backlash to that. And I, this is just how I frame it in my mind is like it's a lot of backlash to like Black Lives Matter movements mm-hmm. in 2020. It's a long um, tail of them, you know. Yeah, yeah. To roll everything back. Yeah, yeah. And so. Um, I expect it to be long. However, a good thing to remember is that some of these legislators will be up for re-election. So sometimes that means that they're going to go home a little bit earlier or try to go home a little bit earlier. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of things to focus on. I do think that 
you know, the more you're able to, <laughs> this is what I found is that the more I'm able to kind of regulate how much time and energy I dedicate towards paying attention to what they're doing, the more I'm able to stay in it and stay learning about things and just mm-hmm. like don't get sucked into the spiral, I guess, is is me to me uh, watching the legislative session every year. But yeah, I think that it's going to be it's going to be an interesting one, whereas in the last few years, we've had a lot of big ticket issues that we right. know are going to be predominant last year school, quote unquote, vouchers, right. um, the year before COVID stuff and uh, higher education um, rollbacks and whatnot. I'm not really sure what our big ticket item is this year yet. I mean, the, the sort of list of what they'll be attending to will be released eventually. Um, mm-hmm. And it's always, I mean, it's, it's always the feeling, right? Going into another legislative session and as we sort of live through it <laughs> as a city, is this feeling of just holding your breath and just like taking mm-hmm. the hits, basically. That's kind of how it's felt for many, many, many years. Yeah. Uh, though, and yes, I, I think the election year dynamic does play kind of an interesting role mm-hmm. as well. Um, and, you know, it both in, in both ways, right? It does often constrict how long the session goes because of the election electioneering like dynamic but also yeah. like people want to you know show their their uh, bona fides and so they take yeah. the opportunity to so pass bills or take political actions that seem a little bit more extreme and we're mostly talking about the the sort of the republican uh, republican majority in the in the senate and the house yeah we'll see i mean it's been it's been a tough year for the idaho gop um mm-hmm. and you know the Idaho Freedom Foundation's influence is kind of waning every year. So we'll see how that plays out. I think that that might the intra fighting within right. the GOP might be a big focus this year. Um, so we'll see what happens. You're, you're referring to the sort of like uh, emerging fault line between uh, the sort of uh, more extreme uh, wings of the party that has, Correct. I suppose, adopted a stance where they're trying to set agenda for everybody. Uh, mm-hmm. And the sort of more moderate and, you know, perhaps more reasonable Republicans going, this is just not sensical. Um, yeah. And, you know, yeah. we want to sort of bring the, the party back into some form of order. Yeah. And for the Treasure Valley in Boise specifically, I would just think about, you know, um, you got to remember that Idaho is a testing ground for uh, huge lobbying and law writing groups um, nationally. And so we're going to have we're going to see a lot of big stuff. We're going to see a lot of big uh I don't I don't know what the word is that I'm trying to come up with here, but very like emotional uh, elements uh, in legislation coming through. Mm-hmm. We got to keep our head level. We got to keep an eye on where the abortion ban. Like we have so many old laws that are now caught up in courts, so we're right. going to be talking about those throughout this whole process. So we got to keep a level head. Take care of yourself, and we'll get through it again. Right. And it's one to note that state politics is not merely contained to the Capitol here itself. Um, there is an open primaries initiative, which I think mm-hmm. is, I think they got enough signatures by it by the time we're talking here. Or close. It should be close. Yeah. Yeah. I think I just read uh, recently that the prison bond, which uh, very narrowly was defeated uh, in the, the last election in November, uh, is now back into play. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's just a lot to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, and I and I look forward to sort of reading it all and tackling it all with with the, with, with all. Yeah. Um, walk me through just a little bit quickly here. Like, what are what are your primary sort of resources to keep up with state level news? Because I, I tend to you know, default to the Idaho Capital Sun. I read mm-hmm. Idaho Press sometimes, and I and I like, turn on KTVB every evening. Uh, but what's what's your general circuit for the legislative session? Um, Idaho Reports, Idaho Capital Sun, mm-hmm. and Idaho Education News. I think are my three go-to. Um, so Idaho Reports is put through Idaho Public Television, uh, and they have an incredible blog of veteran reporters. Um, so 
Betsy Russell left the Idaho Press last year. Mm-hmm. Happy retirement to her once again. Um, so there's a big, you know, big titan kind of missing uh, in that was there for decades in Idaho mm-hmm. journalism. Um, but yeah, Idaho Press, uh, Idaho Statesmen are always good to go to as well. So uh, before we wrap up this episode, I'm going to like take us back to the whole notion of attending to uh, a whole new year, and I'm gonna sort of jump you with a surprise question to both of you. Uh, like, let's start with you. Um, I know that we poo-pooed resolutions earlier, but let's just narrow it down to one. Okay. Give me one thing that you want to do, get done, try out in Boise this year. I'm going to be writing more for myself uh, and sharing that with people. Um, I have just so many ideas rolling around just all the time for creative writing projects. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm going to dedicate more time to them. I have people to write with now and to hold me accountable for that. Uh, and I think that also part of it is just surrounding yourself with the right people. Um, so I'm getting involved in some you know, artist collective stuff locally, uh, which I'll have some exciting news coming out soon about that um, of a project that I'm working on. But yeah, that's that's my main goal is to be be more creative and make sure that I'm filling that cup up for myself. Absolutely, yeah. uh, Evelyn. What is the what is the what is your version of a, of an answer to this? Like, what do you want to try out, get done? You know, just one thing, one little resolution. Yeah, I'm also going to be tapping into my creative side. I really really want to take a sewing class here in the treasure valley Um, and eventually yeah just play around with fashion it'd be so cool to learn how to make clothing so baby steps learning how to sew that's fantastic i love that for you what about you nick Uh, i'm keeping my resolution very small and very gettable which is i want for once in my life to win a trivia night here in the treasure valley (laughs) oh and it will happen i will i swear it is it was gonna happen have you got a crew I have a rotating fluid crew, but yes, okay. I'm usually at Lost Grove Brewing on Thursday nights. Um, okay. And one of these days, we'll pull it off. One of these days. You got okay. it. Yeah. Okay. Well, Blake, Evelyn, thank you, and uh, Happy New Year once again. Thanks. Happy New Year. Happy 2024. Happy yeah, 2024. Good luck getting through January, everyone. Yeah. That's all for today here on CityCast Boise. If you enjoyed this episode, tell a friend about the show. We'll be back Friday morning with more local stories from around the city. Bye.